trust that you'll be inspired, uplifted, and encouraged as we look into God's Word together. As I was just waiting on God and trusting in Him for a word for the year, the Lord began to speak to me about um, a picture of a, a river. And I began to realize that rivers around the world, in whatever country or continent they might be, there's a, a typical pattern that happens. And God began to speak to me from that and draw some comparisons between how He works in our lives as well. So I want to speak to you about get in the flow it's time to grow. <laughs> we all want to grow. We want to develop this year. We want to be all that we can be, be all that God has planned and purposed for us to be. But you know that if it's our heart's desire to walk in God's flow, we have to do it God's way. We can't manufacture it out of our own strength, out of our own intellect. We have to learn to know His ways. So let's uh, take you back to geography class. <laughs> let's talk about rivers in the natural. Between a river source, normally high up in the mountains somewhere, and the point where it reaches the sea, a river steadily grows in all of its dimensions, length, breadth, width, volume. And in its journey does a couple of amazing things which impact all of our lives. It shapes the landscape. It sustains an ecosystem of wildlife. Provides drinking water for animals and for people. Helps people to grow crops on its shores. Provides food through fishing. And recreation through its natural beauty and sporting activities. How many of you uh, went fishing recently, or went boating, or had a holiday by the water's edge? Any of you know that if you spend time by the water, it's an amazing place. You know, as you sit there and you just watch the water and the ripples on the shore, or the water flowing by, and watch the wildlife, suddenly you begin to feel relaxed again, and uh, feel like you're getting your, your life back into focus. So water is essential in so many ways. But put simply, we simply would not be able to survive if it were not for the life that rivers and water brings to us. So in the Bible, water is used as a metaphor throughout the Word of God to reveal God, His character, His ways. And even if you read the book of Revelations, gives us insight to what heaven is like. But as we begin to see how God uses these metaphors and begin to understand it, one thing that became clear to me is that those in the Bible who walked in their own ways um, were limited by what they had or didn't have. But if we walk in God's flow, it will cause us to grow. How? 
going to cause us to grow in our relationship with Him. It's going to cause us to grow in our understanding of who He is and how He works. So that's important for us as believers. We've got to understand, in order to grow, we've got to get in God's flow. Let's look at a couple of things that this is and isn't. God's flow of life, love, and power is not absence, random, inconsistent, unpredictable, polluted, directionless, confusing, self-serving, limited to known scientific facts, dark and restrictive. These are some things that I've heard people say, you know, about God and His ways and the Word. Yes, but who can understand it? Well, actually everyone can if we seek God and we spend time in His Word. Naturally, we would grow in our understanding of it. So what is the flow of God's living water like? It's presence, available, planned, Purposeful, pure, consistent, understandable, full of wisdom. It brings light, love, and freedom wherever the flow of God's life goes. As you see people throughout the Word of God who come into contact with a man of God who speaks the Word of God and they respond or they came into contact with Jesus Himself, these were the things that immediately became apparent. Even when um, Jesus was on a, a mission across the city of Jerusalem and um, a woman came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and he didn't even realize because the Word of God says people were pressing around him on all sides, the life flow of God was still available by faith to that woman and scripture tells us that as she reached out by faith and she said to herself if I can just touch the edge of his garment I know I will be healed and the Bible records that at that moment power went out of him her faith tapped into the present and available life flow of God and it completely changed and transformed her life and brought healing to her body. God's flow of living water is planned and purposeful. If you've read the beginning of the book of Matthew, it speaks about the genealogy of Jesus from one generation to the next generation to the next generation to the next generation. To the next generation, it passes on and on and on and God tracks it throughout history until the Bible says the appointed time came and Jesus was born. God's power and the flow of his life is planned and purposeful. It's not random and inconsistent. A lot of people believe that. Well, I don't know. Maybe God will. Maybe he won't. I just hope. Well, that's not actually a biblical hope. The Bible teaches us to be strategic in our study of the Word and in our pressing in to understand Him and to know Him better. Let's go back to our metaphor. 
The character of a river is determined by a couple of things. The source, where it's located, the elevation and the inclination, the direction, the pressure and volume of the water's flow, the consistency, depending on the rainfall in the area and the tributaries that lead into that river, and the purity of the water. Some rivers you don't, you're not going to drink out of. But have you ever been by a river that was so pure and you were so close to the source, you could actually just scoop the water out of your hand and drink it straight from the, from the ground? That's amazing. I, mean, I remember many years ago hiking through the Drakensberg and being able to do that. It was so beautiful. So we said that water is essential to all human life. And we all understand that. That water is key to our lives. Without it, we cannot live. And survival experts will tell us that after just three days without water, we are actually at risk of dying. But to draw a comparison now to God's living water and our relation to it, our relation to Him. How many times have we gone more than three days without hearing God, without reading His Word, without engaging with Him in prayer? I know I would never willingly even go a single day without drinking water. And then you just randomly got busy and just not had water the entire day? Of course not. Your body's like, hey, I need this water, got to top up, got to refuel. And, you know, if you have been busy and, or maybe the water wasn't available, when you get that water, you immediately feel so thankful and refreshed by it and invigorated by it. So what is the consequence of even going a single day without engaging with God? You know, we have this built-in um, thirst signal that our body sends us when we become thirsty and we've gone without water for too long. But, you know, sometimes the spiritual thirst that God has built into us, our, our need for God, is not as apparent. It's not apparent to our five physical senses when we gain without God and we haven't met without Him too long. But what are some symptoms? We can learn to read the symptoms when we haven't been walking with God and getting filled up from His life and His love and His power. You might feel like you're running on empty. You might find that you get a bit irritable, a bit cranky, a bit easily angered. <laughs> you might feel that you get annoyed quickly. You, you might feel just alone and depressed or you know, frustrated, confused even. You know, what's going on? I just don't know what I'm going to do, you know. But it's amazing how when we put our focus again on God, we go to Him in prayer, submit our lives to Him, invite Him and His presence into our lives just to meet with Him, how all those things begin to quickly fade away. And just like when you've been really thirsty and you've had a lovely drink of cool refreshing water we come out of God's presence feeling refreshed invigorated with a new direction 
a new focus, that our hope is renewed. We feel restored and well, somehow, although we just can't put our finger on it sometimes, we just kind of know that God's in control. We have a knowing that He is with us and that God will make a way. So we need to learn to see the symptoms in our lives when we really need a drink of God's living water. God extends an invitation to us, and this invitation is made known through Scripture, and I'd like to read for you from two passages that talk about it. In Isaiah 55 and verse 1 to 3, it says, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. So God extends this invitation to us. And he's saying, listen, the things that you're running after in the world, even if they're things that you need, they're not going to truly satisfy you. Come to me to find that true satisfaction and to have that thirst quenched. And of course, there's a beautiful story in the New Testament, in John chapter 4, where Jesus' disciples go to find some food and Jesus is left alone and has a conversation with a Samaritan woman. And in verse 7, it says, When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So God gives us of His living water that quenches the thirst of our spirit and our soul and this amazing picture that it will become in us a spring of water welling up to eternal life. I want to drink the water from that well. Amen. Every day I want to be drinking from the living water that flows from the fountain that Jesus provides. Ever available, ever present. Um, sometimes we have funny ways of talking, you know, in, in church and... Um, things sound right because maybe we heard someone else say it. 
And I remember after a particularly anointed time of worship one day many years ago, you know, we were talking with each other and, and someone said, man, that service was incredible and the worship was awesome. You know, you know wasn't it amazing how God really moved? And then we began to talk about that very thing. And what came out of the discussion is something that I've never forgotten. It's always stayed with me. And we said, you know, it's not actually that God wasn't moving and His anointing wasn't available. But then we all got together and we started playing the guitars and the keys and the drums. And then all of a sudden God became present and available and His anointing was there. The Bible says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. In other words, whenever we pause and we set our attention and our focus on Him and we begin to just stir up that thanksgiving in our heart and we begin to thank Him and praise Him and honor Him, His anointing and His presence is always available. Because it's actually not God that starts moving, it's us that starts moving toward Him. And then all of a sudden we tap into the flow of God and the flow of His Spirit and the flow of His life power that was there all along.